Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things New Age spirituality, entrepreneurship, and embodied leadership. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and yoga enthusiast. If you're ready to step up, tap into your gifts, and unleash your potential, you are at the right place. It's time to claim your power. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited for today's episode because I have a special guest on with me, my friend B. We met through TikTok, and we're going to be talking all about how to create more joy in your life. So thank you so much for joining me today. It is so amazing to be on your podcast. I am extremely grateful to be here, and this is my first one ever, so I am super excited for that and completely honored to be here. Oh my god, I didn't know your first podcast. I'm so honored. (laughs) Okay, so my first question for you is I kind of want to dive into your own spiritual journey. So I know on TikTok and like on social media, you talk a lot about spiritual topics and things like that. But when did your journey first begin for you? So my journey never really had a start date until I came onto this earth because my mom was adopted from a third world country where they practice spirituality already, that she was already a spiritual being when she had me. So I grew up in a household where it was very prevalent to meditate, to go on nature walks, to be in touch with earth. So I feel as if my spiritual background was my whole entire childhood, because I learned various different topics All of my aunts and uncles have their own path and their own designated practice, and everyone has a little bit of something different to offer. So that is the background of my spiritual journey. But when I started taking my personal practice seriously was probably when I turned about 15 or 16 years old, and that was because I was finally kind of accepting my path was different than others because when I was younger, I used to fight it a lot. I was in a very Southern um, Christian kind of town and a lot of my friends went to church and did all of these fun things. And I kind of felt left out because like we didn't have a place where we would go and do those fun excursions. And so for me, like I dabbled in you know different types of religions and spirituality and tried to learn about them. But I think when I turned 16 is when I started deepening my yoga practice and kind of diving into what resonated with me um, based on my learnings and my findings. And from there, it's just been a crazy journey of different topics and ideas and meeting different people and blending it with my own views as well. I definitely feel that part of your own spiritual journey is realizing that you're going to be different. I feel like I really resonated when you said that because for me personally, I always felt kind of like the black sheep and the odd one out. And for so many years, I went around feeling so misunderstood. But then I realized like that is your power is that you're different, that you're not following the herd necessarily and that you're doing something from your soul and not just like something that you've been conditioned to do. And so I definitely agree with that. I think that's like a very beautiful journey. And 
I also think like you're so lucky like hearing your story that you were like raised in a spiritual household because I know so many people who like only got into these things and like got into getting to know themselves better and accepting themselves in that whole journey like way later in life because they weren't exposed to those resources and those practices so I think that's I relate to that because my mom like raised me to be this way as well. But speaking of spirituality and I want to move on to vibration. So if anyone listening doesn't know what a vibration is, basically everything in this world has a frequency and a vibration. Your emotions have vibrations, the people you hang out with, the food you consume, everything has a vibration, raising your vibration. And I agree with it, I think, but I also think like you are vibrating at like this frequency on itself, like you're, you're not broken, you don't need to be fixed. But I think there's like a big difference between healing and like thinking that you're broken and need to be mended. I don't know what you think about that. <laughs> so that's a beautiful question. And the way that you set it up was absolutely fantastic. So we as humans do have a set vibration. You know, we are vibrational beings. We are source energy. We are light energy and that's who we are. But it's oftentimes that the things that we go through, it's like covering up, like, like a seed being planted, you know? And so it's kind of hard to see the light sometimes when you've been through a lot of trauma and a lot of heartache, but at the same time, it could just be everyday things. You know, there are people who are really good at finding a balance in their life. And then there's times where they just feel completely in the dumps, but they have their bills taken care of. They have these things taken care of and they tend to be feel guilty. They're like, well, why am I upset? Or why am I feeling lack when I'm actually so abundant? And they get kind of hard on themselves, you know, and I want everyone who is listening to know that that is completely normal, and that it is completely okay to ebb and flow into your emotions. And just because you may not have it as hard as someone else does not invalidate what you are going through at all. And on the topic of vibration, yes, everything that you consume, even the things that you listen to the music, the conversations that you have, the energy and people that you are around all carry a vibration just as you do. And so sometimes I like to explain a vibration kind of like a battery, like your energy and you can lower your energy or you can raise your energy. And, you know, whenever you are feeding yourself foods that aren't super nutritious, that may make you feel a little bit more lethargic, a little bit more slow. And so that is just a simple way to see how the things that you consume affect your energy. Now try it with the things that you listen to. And so essentially, the point of raising your vibration is just so that you can feel a sense of ease and a sense of calmness because when your vibration is really low you're not going to feel super confident you're not going to feel super secure but when your vibration is full and light you're going to want to give that light to other people you're going to feel more helpful you're going to feel more giving more loving and that is all based on your energy levels and so for you as a person a spiritual being a practitioner of of just positivity and joy in your life, you want to learn what affects your energy. And I know in the spiritual community, there's tons of people giving you tips and pointers, and this is how you can raise your vibration.
meditation, or this is how you should cleanse yourself, or this is what you should do. But in reality, it always comes back to you. Like what feels good to you? What helps you glow? What helps you feel good? Because me waking up and going for a run or going for a swim may make me feel great, but someone sleeping in till nine o'clock and then having a slow cup of coffee and tending to their garden and not being physical at all could be what's best for their vibration. So I really think that when you're going on this journey and you're looking for tips and you're looking for resources and there's people out there shoving this information down your throat in every single corner, take it all absorb it all and then sit back and do what feels right for you because that's what this journey is about it's the journey back home to you yes and I think thinking back about what you said about like different people shoving different information for you I think especially in social media nowadays like there are so many people with platforms who speak their truth on there and it can get like overwhelming I recently made a video that was like about how you shouldn't manifest an ex like if someone walked out of your life you should let them go and focus and channel that energy into you instead of like using energy cords and like manifestation and light energy to try and like call something back that wasn't serving you anymore and a lot of the comments on the video were like wow like I had no idea like I see all these videos talking about like manifesting your ex and all this stuff it's so crazy how much information there is out there and for people who like are just getting into their own journey of coming back home to themselves it can get so overwhelming and so I think that also like comes to tending to your vibration is seeing like the creators that you're consuming because as much as like everyone out there is like teaching and like saying their truth like we're all just as much students as we are teachers and we're all learning and like you should never put somebody else on a pedestal I think that also comes to tending to your vibration is realizing like the people and the creators that you are consuming have a big effect on you subconsciously that you're not even aware of and so If you're seeing like a video or like a podcast episode and you're listening to something and you're like, huh, like this doesn't feel aligned with me, then it's not like don't take it because everybody else in this world has their own truth and their own unique ability to like portray and create things. And I think it's all about what you said is being intuitive and resonating with what aligns with you and taking the information that aligns with you and everything else like send it off with love, you know? Yes, I totally agree with that because you can still love that creator. You can still fully support them and not agree with everything that they say. I feel like I've noticed there's like a pattern when you're getting into spirituality. It's like, first you've got like the dark night of the soul. Then you're deciding like everything's love and light. And then (laughs) you go into like being vegan and like giving up all these things. And it just like, because that's like the status quo. Like that's what the journey is. And that was exactly what happened to me. I've talked about it on the podcast before. So like, if you're an active listener, you know this already, but I was vegan for a year and it caused me a lot more problems than it did like pros into my life. I did see your TikTok on that. I did not hear your podcast, but yes, I was learning about that and I totally resonate with that. Continue. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. So like it gave me a lot of problems, cystic acne, weight loss, so many issues in my body. Like also I've talked about this before. I had an episode all about syncing with your cycle with a guest, Pauline Goosens. And we talked about 
how like the vegan diet doesn't always serve women specifically. And that really aligned with me because I used to have terrible PMS symptoms when I was vegan to the point where I would get like contraction like pains on my period. And I had to go to the ER a couple of times for it. Like it was very, very bad. Yeah. So that's when I realized, you know what, like maybe this diet isn't working for me. And it was very poorly researched. Like I was lacking all these nutrients just because like you don't bike or like you drive a car or like you eat meat doesn't mean you're like more or less spiritual than somebody else. And I've had people like send me messages about that being like, I feel like I'm not spiritually, like I'm not ascending because like I'm eating like chicken or something. There's so much like ego driven, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I see you laughing and you're just like, just like, what is this? Like, like everyone's different like you're vibrationally aligned if you're like service-minded and you're kind and you spread love like it's okay if you eat like a piece of fish like you're not gonna like not enter like new earth or something if you know right so first of all the person who is condemning the other for not being spiritual enough due to their diet that is a whole nother conversation on its own (laughs) um because we're not here to make anybody feel less than. And if you're doing so, to me, that sense is that you must be already below and you're trying to drag someone to your level. Just because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that we should be condemning people for their diet. I mean, we don't really know what that person's going through or why they may need that specific diet in the first place. Another thing that I have noticed through my own ascension process, and I've heard it through many creators before, is... First of all, it's a journey. And second of all, we're listening to our bodies. So there's always a point in time where as you are changing your lifestyle, your diet begins to change too. But that is again with your vibration. So you will start eating food that you normally eat. And one day you may be completely repulsed by this meal. And this could be something that you used to love and you used to eat it all the time. And now all of a sudden your body is now become like sensitive to it. And that is because your vibration is changing and it is rising and it no longer aligns with that greasy food that you used to eat all the time. That was delicious and your favorite. And then it may be sugary drinks that was like, something that you, it was just a little tea, but that tea just happened to be a little bit more on the unhealthy side. Now, all of a sudden you can't drink it anymore because it gives you like a sugar rush and you get anxiety because of it. Things like coffee that I used to resonate with. And I used to love coffee. Now I can't have it unless like it's decaf, or I know that it's going to be a healthy brand because I will get the jitters. And that is something that I've always like, my mom is on her spiritual journey and like she ebbs and flows. And when Sometimes when she's like on a cleansing time, she can't handle coffee either because it gives her the jitters. Um, So I just feel depending on what your vibration is at is what your body will consume. And so sometimes you may need that meat and sometimes you may not, you know, and I just feel as if whether you want to consume it or you don't, you shouldn't be condemned. Even if you've been a vegan for like seven years and you get the itching for something, I don't see anything wrong with it. And I don't, and I'm not going to judge you for it. And I don't think anyone should judge you for it. And you definitely shouldn't judge yourself for it because if your body needs something, it's going to tell you. And if your body doesn't need something, it's going to tell you. And you just have to be the one who's listening. It's crazy how intuitive our bodies are. Like when you start 
meditating and doing breath work and yoga. Like when I'm on my mat, I feel so connected to my body. It's like a portal to your higher self. And honestly, like as I go on in the years, like I've realized that my body is like this channel. And when something's wrong, it will tell me, especially like on an emotional level too. Like sometimes emotions manifest as physical pain. It's crazy to me, like how, when you start being so in tune with your body and listening to what your body needs, you are whole and complete on your own. Like regardless of your choices, your decisions about your body and like what you do with your life align with somebody else, like that doesn't invalidate you as a person. For example, working a corporate job, that is not my dream in life. I don't see myself working a nine to five, but somebody else in this world, like might really like their corporate job. Like they might really like working a nine to five. They like their office. They're like the coworkers, something that aligns with them. And that doesn't make them any less spiritual than somebody who owns their own like jewelry business or something like that. It just makes them more aligned with their purpose. And I think that's like a really important message that I want to say, because I've just seen so much things online that talk about like, oh, like you have to quit this. You have to quit this. No, you have to do like what aligns with you. Like your soul will lead you to do what's best for you. And that might look different. Somebody else's life looks and that doesn't make it any less validated. I completely agree with that because we have to remember that we chose to come here. We each have our own soul purpose. And who's to say that your purpose was not to go in and to dismantle the matrix? What if your reason for being in this nine to five is to cultivate something that is actually sustainable for us as a collective coming in? Who's to say your job is not to change the work environment to be more productive and less toxic to create a work environment that is good for mental health, an environment that is safe for women and their cycles and their different emotions and their ebbs and flows, a system that is not completely masculine, something that has the balance of the feminine as well. As some of you guys may know, and on your previous, if you were talking about sinking your cycle, a big portion of that is understanding that this world that we're currently living in is masculine based. It's a 24 hour based and that doesn't take in account the different energy levels that women had. We're still expected to show up, you know, a hundred percent, whereas that could be our menstrual week. And we may not be able to mentally handle the workload that we could have handled during our ovulation phase. And so because of those different levels, you know, we need people that are spiritually awakened in those places of power and position. We can't all just be living in a van in the middle of the forest because all of the people who can't escape or don't want to escape or don't know how or aren't properly educated to escape or maybe kind of enjoy living in society and living in those cities and connecting with those people and having a place for their children to grow and want to actually have their children go to school, but in a place that is actually meant for our human mind to flourish, we need you there. We need you to wake up. We need you to take care of yourself. We need you to love yourself. We need you to nourish yourself. And we need you to learn about yourself because you can't help change if you aren't changing yourself. And so just because these people may be inspiring you or telling you to quit, but if that doesn't align with you, that there's a reason for that because we need you where you are because you're exactly where you're supposed to be always. 
I love that. I think that's something that I've definitely realized in life as time goes on. You are exactly where you are meant to be, even if it seems like you are in the most uncomfortable, uncertain position. In that uncertainty, you are going to grow so much as a person and as a being. I'm someone who doesn't believe in coincidences. I don't know about you, but I just think coincidences like are a made up thing, like to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't right. think they exist. I think there's synchronicities to everything in life, whether it's extravagant or mundane, there's a synchronicity behind it. What you were saying also about the divine masculine and feminine, I think that also speaks to like the duality on this planet. I think, I believe we came to experience the pain just as much as like the pleasure and the joy. I think that's why our souls came onto earth. Like earth is a planet of duality. If my soul wanted to like float through the cosmos for the rest of eternal being and just experience love, it would have done that. But it is a place for your highest soul growth because of the duality and the polarization on this planet. Yes, the challenges that are here are unlike any other planet. We lose our remembrance of where we came from and we come into this earth with no memory of where we came from. We're just here. We're just now. And we're having all of these different experiences that some may be good, but some may be bad, but all of them are meant for soul and for the growth. And this is one of the best places to be able to experience all of those versions of duality because like you said I could be floating off in the cosmos but that's just too easy we come here for the experience because that's exactly that That, that's it it's for the experience it's for the journey there's no other reason yes and I feel incredibly grateful to be here even through the toughest times and I've had my share of very difficult times I just feel so grateful to be here because life chose me and there are probably many, many souls out there in the world and in the cosmos that would want to take my place and that would want to have this human experience. And I think, you know, it takes time and it's like a belief that doesn't sit with everybody. And I think Mm -hmm. I've probably had to go through like a lot of different lifetimes to come to this place and be like, okay, I'm a soul having a human experience and I'm on this earth and like not everybody like wants to hear that. I, I totally resonate with that because, you know, I'm really thankful to be here in a safe space and to be able to speak my truth, even though sometimes like I may be hesitant here and there just because it is, it is a tough world out there. And sometimes when you speak your truth, a lot of people will be like, no, no, no. And you're like, well, this is what aligns with me. And this is, this is how I see it. And so, um, you know, it can be definitely challenging for a soul to find its footing here because we're told so many different narratives while simultaneously figuring out our own narrative And so while we have all of these other people trying to explain to us why we're here and, you know, like, that's not the way that we're supposed to do it, or you're supposed to do it this way, or, you know, you can't do this, or you can't do that. And it's like, it can be very challenging trying to, A, figure out what aligns and resonates with you and what is your truth and purpose. And then at the same time, once you figure out what that is, trying to explain that to other people, sometimes it just doesn't work. And something that I have to tell people whenever they're going on their journey and they're trying to speak to their friends or family or people around them, 
and they're saying, you know, I'm going through this phase and I'm changing and I'm growing and I'm learning so, so much. But every time I try and share it with someone, I just feel so alone or no one around me understands. Um, I, the, the best thing that I can explain or the best thing that I can say for that is that it's a-okay, first of all. And second of all, is not everyone can meet you as people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. And so while you may have met yourself on a very deep level and are experiencing new emotions and new vibrations and new levels of joy and abundance in your life or in your mindset, people who have not done the work the way that you have or that you are, they aren't going to see it and they're going to judge it and they're going to look down on you for it. And they're going to belittle your findings. They're going to belittle your way of seeing things. And that's where your self-confidence comes in. That's where you're holding your vibration and your light comes in because staying true to yourself is the best thing. Cause when you're true to yourself, you're going to stay at those peak levels of joy and acceptance and love and validation. And when you stay valid within yourself, you're not going to need the validation from the outside world. Because like I said, they can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. And if they're not even doing the work, don't let them say anything about the work that you've done. I love that so much. That reminds me of another quote that I've heard that says people can only give you advice from their state of consciousness, which is so interesting to me because essentially everything is- I like that. Right? Whoops, said that. Kudos to you because you're wise. Honestly, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. So as you grow and come home more to yourself, you realize that your power is within you and not within the external validation of other people. Holding yourself up, even when someone is projecting their pain to you, if you hold yourself up with grace and love and you send love back to them and you say, okay, I know who I am. I know my value. I know my truth. And this person is projecting how they feel about themselves onto me. Then you realize that really, we're all here to just send love to each other and to have compassion to each other. When you judge somebody, like what you said earlier about judging people for like being on a different part of their spiritual journey than you, you are operating from your ego because there was once a time when maybe you weren't as spiritually awakened or like as aware to certain things as these people. And so every time you judge those people, you are judging a past version of yourself. That's why we are all connected because when we judge somebody else, we're judging ourselves. Your power is in how you respond to these situations and not in how and trying to like dissect and analyze every single thing that happened to you, but realizing that your response and your reaction is where the power is. So that is something that I have had as a lesson in my life, I guess for me responding versus reacting is a big life lesson, not only for me, but just how I deal with things and deal with people. Because like I said, I've been on this spiritual journey, the majority of my life. And so oftentimes, I would have people saying things about my beliefs, I would have people judging things that I already know. And that is a time when I was being tested by the universe because the universe was like, okay, is she going to respond or is she going to react? Because if I'm in a place of unalignment, I am normally going to react. 
And that is something that I have to work on because that's not how I want to be. I don't want to react to situations. And that was one of my life lessons is, you know, constantly trying to figure out who you are while being criticized while doing it adds a lot of external pressure as a young woman trying to grow up in this society. And so I realized that when I would tell somebody what it was and what's going on, and this is how I am, and this is the way that it is, and how are you going to tell me, and da 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 I would normally not get, obviously, a good reaction back, or they'd be like, okay, I would spit knowledge at them, and they would just be angry based on my tone, and so nobody wins in that situation. Like, I may have ended the conversation and made them stop because I, quote, put them in their place, but now I'm in unalignment and I just projected negativity to them, which they're now going to carry because I spewed it from my lips. And so I would be sitting with that and being like, wow, like, I really wish I would have responded better because now they're going to have this image of me blowing up on them. I am explaining to them why I am the way that I am or whatever the situation was, but it didn't come off truly the way that I am. It didn't come off authentically. It came off negatively. I reacted to them because I was angry and I took it personally, which is a different topic. But to touch on it for a second is you give people power to feel emotions. So if you are happy, sad, angry, or mad based on someone, they had power over your emotions to make you feel that way because no one can make you happy, sad, or angry without your permission. Even if it's a positive emotion, they can't make you feel it without your permission. So that's where I had to learn, okay, why am I reacting? Well, I'm reacting and I'm giving them the power to make me react. And I don't want anyone to have that power over me. So how can I fix this? Well, I have to stay in alignment and I have to respond. Well, how do I respond from alignment? Well, I respond calmly. I don't react. I sit and process what they said to me and I develop a kindly curated response to whatever it is that they said. And it's going to be in a place of love and openness because that's who I truly am. And I'm going to say whatever it is that I need to say to let them know or answer whatever snippy comment or judgment that they had. I will respond to that comment or judgment in a different way that is going to show them, hey, there's no need to spew that. There's no need to project that. There's no need to release that type of energy towards me at all whatsoever ever again because I am not that and I'm not going to absorb that I'm going to alchemize that and return it to you with love and light and that's that and that's how I'm responding because only I have to deal with going to bed at night only I have to deal with myself only I have to deal with my vibration so why am I going to let somebody who has something negative to say disrupt that And why am I going to give them that power to me? So what is the biggest lesson that you learned in this life about joy? The biggest lesson that I learned about joy in this lifetime is that it is cultivated based on my perspective of things because I have been in many scenarios. I've been on many trips and something that I've noticed while traveling with significant others, with family members, with friends, and just with people in general, is that we could be having the same exact trip. We could be in the same exact car on the same exact car ride, having two completely different experiences. And something that I've noticed is that I have, for the majority of my life, always just upheld a positive way of viewing things. If something goes wrong, my instant reaction is looking at the positives. And that's just something that I was raised on. And that is my instant reaction to things 
always. It's something I genuinely can't turn off and I'm glad I can't. I'm glad I can't. But with finding joy, I have so much fun by myself all the time. I am very happy being alone and going on solo adventures. And it's those times when I'm traveling with people that the situation or whatever is presenting in front of us, whether it's hot or whether it's not as pleasant as we intended the experience to be, um, it's all based on the way that you view it and your mindset towards it. Because I could have a completely different experience just because I'm negative about something. And by instantly finding the positives, I find joy. And so for me, joy is not something that is granted to me by external experiences. Joy is something that is developed and curated within. Joy for me comes from deep conversations, from authentic experiences, from really amazing I guess just experiences and connections with people is where I get the most joy, but it's also just based on my perception of it because an, an amazing experience that I'm having could be an, an absolute nightmare for somebody else. And so I guess for me right now is just cultivating joy in every moment because only I'm the one that can cultivate that. And I can't expect that from my outer world. It has to come from my inner world. And that was a huge lesson because I always felt like, oh, well, like, how can I be happy? I'm just in this little room. Like, obviously I'd be way happier outside or I'd be way happier here. And it's like, well, if I'm always just waiting for something outside of me to make me happy, I'm always going to be searching for that outside external force to bring me that sense of joy. And that's not okay because then I'm constantly searching for something that's literally within. Yes. There's this famous quote that's like, ego says, when everything falls into place, I'll find peace. And then the higher self says, I'll find peace and everything else will fall into place. And that just like really reminded me of that is when you look for things outside of you to fulfill you, you're just going to be finding yourself going down this deeper dive in this deeper hole to unfulfillment. But when you find fulfillment from within and you find your happiness and peace from within, and this is something that I have had to learn recently in life because mm -hmm. yeah, like this is like a big lesson that <laughs> I finally feel like I can speak on because I'm someone that's like, I'm not going to give advice and like my wisdom on something that I feel like I haven't mastered the past year. It's just being challenged to find my own power and value from within and realizing that no matter what is going on outside of me, like I will never abandon myself. I will never abandon my happiness and my joy because it's something that I can experience wherever I am. Like I am my home. It's not a physical thing. Power as a person and as a soul and realizing that nothing outside of me can have power over me unless I let it, just like you said. And I think that that is like one of the big lessons that my soul came to learn in this lifetime. And that I feel like now I can finally be like, I learned it. I mastered it. Like <laughs> cleared the karma. Thank you. Like next lesson, you know? Yes. Like so universe, don't send me any more karmic cycles. <laughs> like, I'm yes, I'm, I'm over that one. Let's, let's move to it. Can we try something different? <laughs> let's, let's wrap it up. up. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> um, but I guess my last question for you would be if you had to give one piece of advice to the listeners back home just about joy and the spiritual journey, what would you tell them? 
I would say start with what's going on now. Like tune in to yourself and figure out kind of what you want to feel. And if you want to feel better emotions, like I would, there's so many topics whenever you're on this journey. So figure out what truly resonates with you or some aspect of your life that you really want to work and grow and cultivate and just start small, start learning all of the things that you can pick up a book on it. I know that I found lots of knowledge in books, in podcasts, in YouTube videos, and just start small because this is your journey. And so there's absolutely no rush. There is no pressure. It is all in your timing, all for you. This is all for you. And this journey and this life is all about you focusing on what you need, what is going to bring you joy, what is going to bring you calm and peace. And, you know, start working slowly towards that goal of cultivating joy in your everyday life and not letting people have that power over you. Because once you learn to cultivate that joy, and once you learn to not give away that power and to reclaim that power, you are about to open up a whole entire new world. And it is going to be beautiful. And there's going to be healing and it's not going to be gorgeous all the time. There's going to be some ugly. But it is going to be beautiful because it is your journey and it is your path and it is completely up to you how you want to make it and how you want to feel. I love that so much. Thank you so much for joining me. I had such a wonderful conversation with you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute honor and I really enjoyed this conversation with you. It was really nice. <laughs> Beautiful souls, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or if you would like to apply to be a guest on the show. I hope you feel inspired to claim your power today. Bye!